Welcome to your favorite podcast, Cosmic Queen. Get ready to discover soulful selling and marketing strategies. Learn how to stop overthinking everything by reprogramming your subconscious mind. And finally, level up your business, your income, and your success. Yes, girl, it is all happening right now. So grab your earbuds, light up your manifestation candle. It is time to hack the quantum field, create success that defies logic, and let out your inner alpha. Let's go ahead and get started. Hello. Today, we are going to continue kind of on the same thread that we were last episode, where we were talking a little bit about that 3D, 5D intersection. And today we're going to talk about how you can actually become a creative problem solver, which to me is basically the same thing as a master manifester. Because to me, manifestation is just about solving a problem. And the problem is just always that thing does not exist. It's like, okay, how do we create that thing? And for me, this like creative problem solving manifestation, there are three levels to it. And I always walk my clients through these three levels, regardless of what the problem is, right? And I put problem in quotes because there are no real problems. It's all just in our head. These are all man-made constructs. It's just the angle from which we are approaching it that makes it feel like a problem. But nonetheless, sometimes problems feel very, very real. So whatever the problem is, right? Whether it's some very, it's always some variation of a money-related problem, right? Nobody is signing up for my thing. People are not interested in what I have to say. I'm not making enough money, et cetera, et cetera, because all the people that I work with are business owners. So it's usually some kind of money-related variant. And the first thing I always tell them is we start with the practical. So for me, there's the practical, the subconscious, and the spiritual. We start with the practical because the truth is that anytime that you're taking the right actions towards something, it works. Plain and simple. So if it's not working, we're not taking the right actions. And this can be super triggering to hear because nobody wants to hear that we're taking the right actions when we are deep in action mode. But it rules out all the other options like I'm not good enough, this is just not going to work for me, the universe hates me, etc., etc., etc. So the practical, this is where we really identify what actually is the problem. Where is the gap happening? So I'll have my clients look at data. How many people are looking at your sales page? How many people have reached out about this? How many people do you have in your audience? How is this converting? All of these numbers things are going to help you create a solution to the problem because they're going to help you identify where the problem is. Are you not getting enough eyes on your offer? Are you not selling often enough? Are you not showing up enough? Is your content not landing? Are you posting in a way that is getting you a lot of likes and a lot of engagement, but that's not necessarily selling? We can get so much information in this stage. And for me, it's really about decluttering. It's about digging through what we think are the problems. It's about actually finding the thread where the break is happening, where the gap is happening, and just taking that thread, extracting it and being like, okay, now I have something to actually sew back up. Now I have a problem that I can actually solve. Now I can actually approach the solution with a clear head because I've decluttered all of the noise and all of the other stuff. 
And now I can actually focus on what is going to move the needle forward in the easiest way possible. So now always the instinct is to, all right, perfect. Like, let me fix it. (laughs) And sometimes that works. Sometimes we can just jump in and fix the problem on the practical level. Other times not. Why? Because sometimes when we're not taking an action, when we're in inaction or when we're taking the wrong actions, it's really a subconscious thing. Our subconscious is directing us away from solving the problem for a very, very specific reason. It is diverting us from this solution. So we really can't solve the problem in the way that we need to solve the problem without doing the subconscious work around it. Really figuring out, okay, why has my brain been resisting what is very obviously the solution to this? So in the case, you know, some of the examples that I was giving last time, if there haven't been enough eyes on your sales page, why are you not promoting it? If your content isn't landing, what is keeping you in that loop of creating content that isn't getting you the results that you want? Is it a fear of selling? Is it a fear of making money? Is it that you are kind of spread really thin because lack has kind of set in and you're stuck in hustle mode? And when we're in hustle mode, the instinct is always to go wide and not deep because we're scared to go deep. Our brain tells us like, oh, that's too risky. It's too risky to go all in. What we need to do is hedge our bets, spread ourselves really thin, do a little bit of this and a little bit of that in case one of these things doesn't work out. And it doesn't work that way, right? The only thing that works out is when we go all in on our plan. When we decide and commit to nurturing this thing in the way that we need to in order for it to actually stand a chance of working, while at the same time releasing control over it working out exactly the way that we envision it working out. It's about us giving our 100%, even when we don't have evidence that that 100% is going to pay off. Because here's what we think. We think that when we give 50%, at least we're going to get 50% of the results back, and it doesn't work that way. The way that it actually works is that when we give our 50%, we get 0% back. When we give our 100%, that's the only time that we actually stand a chance of it working out. So in this stage, the subconscious stage, we really, really explore what's going on. What are we resisting? What are we resisting? What are we pushing? What are we holding on to that we don't need to be holding on to? That's clearly not working. That's leaking out our energy. What is going on and why do we believe it? Where did this belief come from? What are the beliefs that are driving these actions, that are driving these inactions? What's going on subconsciously? And it's always some variation of like a money block because again, we're entrepreneurs. And so money is our biggest lesson to learn as entrepreneurs. It just is because it's our first time that we're actually kind of dependent on ourselves to make money. Um, So we project a lot onto money. So some variation of a money block, if it's in the earlier stages, some imposter syndrome or visibility. And even if it's, you know, when I say the earlier stages, earlier stages of your business, but also early stages could mean an up level, could mean a pivot, could mean a change in direction. That imposter syndrome, those visibility fears are always going to come up again anytime your brain feels like you're starting something new. Because that's essentially what imposter syndrome is, right? It's a lack of alignment with your identity and where your identity is going. It's that little gap in between who you are and who you know yourself to be and who you trust that you could become or that you could be. And that's where that fear and that imposter syndrome kind of pops up. So at the subconscious stage, imposter syndrome, visibility stuff, money blocks. Sometimes we're scared to make money. Sometimes we are scared to not make money. 
we are scared to create success for ourselves because what if we lose it? We are scared to commit. We are scared to trust other people. We're scared to trust ourselves. So, so much that goes on subconsciously at this stage. So it's really about figuring out, okay, when I'm not taking the action that is aligned with solving the problem on the practical level, why? What is going on subconsciously? And then the final stage is the spiritual stage. And can you run a business that is not spiritual? Absolutely. Can you be an entrepreneur without having any semblance of spirituality? 100%. But spirituality is not about religion. It's not about your beliefs. It's about your connection to the deeper collective, to believing that you are not this isolated being, but that you are a sum of parts on some level. So whether your spirituality is that you're agnostic or you're Christian or whatever it is that you are, it's all the same. It's all just this feeling that there's something bigger than just us and our small day-to-day problems. And when I had one of my first kind of spiritual coaching sessions with one of my mentors, I really, I finished that session. I was like, now I understand why the CEOs have a spiritual team, right? Why Oprah, why the top CEOs of the biggest companies have this kind of support because when you have that like soul nourishment, it makes everything so much easier. It makes it so much easier to let go and trust. It makes it so much easier to realize that all of our problems, they all have solutions and the solution is just us existing and being. And it really does help put stuff in perspective because otherwise what happens is we identify this problem on the practical level. Sometimes we go deeper and we explore the subconscious side of it. Why are we taking that action? Why are we not? And then we dive back into that 3D, back into that practical, and we push, 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 push. And we're like, great, now I figured out the problem. I know the solution. I know what's keeping me from that solution. And now I'm going to push myself to do it. And that never works. That space never works because we burn out, we hold on to control, we end up disappointed, we end up let down. And it's because we're not taking a step back and letting go, letting the things unfold the way that they're meant to unfold. Because sometimes what happens is so much bigger and so much better than we can ever even imagine. Sometimes I read my journals from a year ago. Right now I was just sitting and I was just reading a journal entry from last August And my vision was so different. It was so different from where I am today. And there were some parts that I knew and some parts that are true, but I couldn't have foreseen how amazing my life and my business was going to be one year later, because what I could predict for myself was so small. And when you can let go and actually allow the magic to come in, that's where you really experience those quantum leaps where you experience those quantum leaps, not just in income, but like in yourself, in who you are and who you've become, in the confidence that you can step into, in the knowledge that you can step into. Because that's what we really want at the end of the day. The money's a byproduct. And it's so fun to focus on money because for entrepreneurs, money really is the key to that expansion. Because it really is the number one thing that's holding us back from having the impact that we're here to have is our beliefs about selling, our beliefs about marketing, our beliefs about making money, charging, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They're the number one thing holding us back. Because when we can let that go, when we can let that go in exchange for love, 
when we stop thinking that money is about manipulation or greed or whatever, and we really, really just start seeing it as a life force, as a source of love, as the way that people express trust in us. And when we start really understanding the impact of that, how scary that actually is, because it's not about the money. It's about the trust. It's about the love. It's about the vulnerability. It's about the control that we think that we have, that we have to let go in order to really feel the happiness and the joy that we're here to feel. So working through those three stages for me is always the key. I always start with that practical. What is going on? Where am I not getting the result that I want? Where is that gap? Then exploring the subconscious. Is it because I'm scared? Is it because I'm resisting something? Is it because something has come up and is making me feel this way? Sometimes when I'm launching, I'll stop midway and I, I think to myself, you know, why is this not working the way that I want it to? Why is this not getting the results? And then I shift it and I make it constructive. How could I show up 100%? What is holding me back from showing up 100%? Because this 50% thing is not cutting it for me. So where do I need to be playing full out and why am I not doing that? And then detaching. And allowing your spirit to lead, allowing your soul to lead, allowing yourself to really, really play full out, knowing that there's no way that this doesn't work out, that life is just this game and we're always winning at it when we decide that we're always winning at it. It's just that perspective shift that is the key to everything. But it's those three stages because when we start with the spiritual, we end up sometimes in this state of inaction. We forget that we're these humans that are here to do these things. When we start with a subconscious, it's so overwhelming. Your subconscious is a giant, giant minefield. There are so many subconscious things. You could be turning over those stones all day long. And it's very fun, but it's not very practical. And it's not very solutions oriented. To me, the subconscious is a tool for problem solving. It's a tool to help you figure out when I want to get from A to B, what is the thing that's standing in my way? And then we get into the subconscious and we figure that out. We uproot it, we flip it, rewire it, and then you get from A to B. But when we don't know that we're trying to go from A to B, when we don't understand where we're trying to go, when we don't have that direction, it doesn't make any sense to go digging because we're never going to run out of things to find. So it's really understanding spirituality, subconscious, they're all tools. They're all tools to help us create what it is that we're here to create. But it starts with understanding what it is that we're creating, getting in touch with our desires and what it is that we actually want to do, understanding on a practical level how it looks, giving ourselves the structure to make it happen, and when you've got these three and they flow and they're working in tandem, you're going to see that there's no problem too big to solve. And that's what I love about it. It builds your self-trust as you go. Because when you understand that there's nothing that's actually in your way other than you, it's super triggering, but it's super, super empowering. If you loved this episode, I guarantee you are going to love hanging out with me. So come over to my Facebook group, ready for more, change your thoughts, transform your life, and let's keep this party going 